0: Hey, 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 it's me, Rebecca Conran, here on the New Story Podcast. I'm bringing you the Energy Report, it's a weekly astrological roundup of uh, just the general vibe of the week. What's going on this week? Uh, What's the collective themes of learning? And how can we process it in a meaningful and, um, and supported way? We're looking at the week of March 29th to April the 4th. The theme this week is, I open myself up to the universal healing power of love. I open myself up to the universal healing power of love. This uh, mantra reminds me of the song that I have, I'm So Tired, on my record. And the uh, chorus is, Feel me with your love. And when I'm singing this song and how I think about it, is I try to tune into, um, not only spirit filling me with love, filling me up, but that I can touch the energy of love that exists in the universe with my own love, and that really both are required, um in order to sink into that sense of collective, universal, unconditional love. Um, And so this week, the advice is really to open ourselves up to the healing power of love. And that may be to let ourselves experience more love and really to be open to receiving love. One of the hardest things that we can all do is to really be open to receiving love. I think it's incredibly painful, especially if you come from a childhood um where the messages you received or what what was um what was familial love or what should be unconditional love, it had all of these it had if it had any toxicity, if it had any wounding there, then we can start to unconsciously Um, sort of be repelled away from loving connection and uh, instead we start to recreate these experiences of not love um, as if they are love and one of the hardest things for us to do is to tolerate the discomfort that comes up when we actually do receive love it can be very painful it's not all just easy You know, a lot of times we reject what's really true love, um, because it's so hard to tolerate, um, in comparison to what we've grown up experiencing as love. So this week, that's the theme. We're really checking in with that and we're opening ourselves up to just how healing love can be. It can be, um, it can be unsettling at first Um, but then everything that we truly want to experience in life comes through us being a beacon and a channel for love. So I open myself up to the universal healing power of love. The tarot card I pulled is the four of swords. So we're starting this week off immediately after a full moon. And this tarot is advising us this week to make the most of some deeply needed R&R. Interestingly, We're going to end the week on four, four. So it's really amping up this restful energy of four. Um, The swords are a reference to the mind, a symbolism for the mind, for thoughts, for communication. So the four of swords is possibly pointing to needing to give our heads a break. You know, maybe we need to take the time to stand back from our lives and put things into perspective in a contemplative, you know, quiet way. Um, In any case, this card is saying that this week is time to relax body and soul, get some peace and quiet, and give yourself permission to prioritize rest. Monday, the 29th of March, Um, the sun is conjunct Chiron, both are in Aries, and Mercury is conjunct Neptune, both are in Pisces. Mercury meeting with Neptune, uh, today means that we're, you know, we're starting the week softening our glare, so to speak. It's an idealistic dreamy combination. It's a great day for meditation. Um, as spiritual messages may feel a lot more tangible, really this whole week, there's some very, very spiritual transits, meaning there's a lot of subtle energy. Um, you know, there's a, just a lot of, information coming through the senses. So that could lead to leave us feeling a little off or a little overwhelmed, because there's a lot of intensity around how much information is coming through. So we want to be making sure that we're prioritizing our clarity, our, um, you know, really taking good care of ourselves, staying as clear as we can really you know, working in the behaviors for us that help us to feel really clear and stay clear. You know, Neptune helps us to deal with karma or the past. So perhaps with Mercury conjunct Neptune, we're making sense of our path or, or that of our ancestors, or perhaps this is a day when we see that some clearing, some energy clearing is needed around our connections with the past. Whether present from our experience or, or um, or connection to our ancestors, um, again, just try to stay as clear as possible and allow any feelings of discomfort to arise without having to do anything about them. You know, we're going to feel our way through, and that can be that's different from trying to think our way through. And mercury can be kind of uncomfortable there, uh, but we really need to involve our sensory mode of feeling into this um, week's activity the sun or our individuality and sense of self uh, are collectively in aries Uh, we're learning to put the self first and we're reminded that it's imperative to put our own oxygen masks on first so meeting with the collective wound on this day we've got sun conjunct chiron also in aries You know, Chiron represents our earliest wounding, the wounds that can be so subtle and unconscious yet still affect our experience long after the fact. So one example I use around this collectively is, um, you know, so many of us were taught from from very, very small in in our Western schooling, maybe other schooling too. I don't know, because I went to school in England and America, but we were taught that if you've got to use the bathroom, then you have to raise your hand and ask permission. as you're not always going to be told that you're allowed to go to the bathroom. So understanding that these rules, yeah, they're set to keep order in the classroom, you know. But also we're learning from a very early age that we don't have autonomy over our most basic needs, that we don't have permission to really follow our own impulse around our own basic needs. This is just one minor, you know, way that this happens that is just routine in society. Just one example. It, it seems rather innocuous, but it also has planted beliefs, um, and this is just one tiny little particle of it, um, planting beliefs that we cannot be trusted with our own self-care or that someone else has the authority over our choices. So with the sun conjunct Chiron, you know, have you learned to put yourself first in a healthy way? And if you haven't, this conjunction may be reminding you of where you need to center in your own self, where you need to follow your own impulse and choices. All right. Tuesday, the 30th, we've got Venus and Aries sextile Saturn and Aquarius. We've got quite a few sextiles this week. The energy, uh, the consciousness of Venus, it encompasses many qualities from romance and our relationships to money and resources, as well as our self-worth and our values. Saturn covers structures, discipline, organization, our careers and direction. And sextiles are where um, there's a compatible exchange going on. The planets are working together and some, some sort of positive action is being initiated. So with Venus, sextile Saturn, you know, in business, this is a great transit for real estate deals or aesthetic work. You know, this is a good day to sell your art. Um, In romance, uh, with Aries, you know, we want ardent, passionate love, but we also want love that makes us feel free too, which is that Aquarian part, Saturn and Aquarius. The healthiest relationships are going to be two people who tend to their own wholeness first and foremost. And the relationship will be an extension of the love each person is able to give themselves. So perhaps today is a day when you see any necessary actions to level up your romantic relationships. Or perhaps it's a day you get organized at home and re beautify your spaces. We're going to be connecting on this day our sense of um, discipline, sometimes restriction, commitment. Um, with our sense of beauty value and worth in the world on wednesday the 31st we start to connect the sun and aries uh, in the same way so we've got the sun and aries sextile saturn and aquarius so this sextile is going to be between the sun and saturn and this transit really supports our perseverance we're willing to work hard to achieve what's in our what's in our eye line, you know, what we're focused on. uh, We're willing to really put ourselves through the paces for it. And Sun sextile Saturn can give um, us more focus and commitment for certain tasks. You know, we'll have the energy for that. However, it does feel a little serious, a little dry when Saturn's in the mix. You know, we know that we need to keep our shit together and how that can often be a precarious line, you know? Um, and it takes work, it takes work and discipline to keep our shit together sometimes. Um, so, you know, that's really the focus on this day, um, is prioritizing like where, what we're trying to build, you know, what we're trying to, what we're working hard for. However, just because you, you might feel feel like you can really push yourself and that you'll, you know, there's a, a a real energy for working like crazy. Um, it doesn't mean you should, if you're burnt out, you know? So if you're suffering from burnout, you need to really prioritize yourself over your other duties. And that might be, you know, the sun is this like really bright center of the universe and Saturn, it might be Saturn going, okay, well you can't, Brian sh- shine as brightly if you, um, aren't really making yourself the center of your own universe first and foremost. Um, so prioritize yourself. This is really important for us, uh, this whole week, Thursday, the 1st of April and Friday, the 2nd of April, we've got Mercury in Pisces sextiling Pluto in Capricorn. So Mercury sextile Pluto gets us into the farthest crevices of our minds. We're exploring deeper levels of thought. This is a transit that aids in our mystical sides. And there's a powerful intuitive information that's coming to us through this transit. Um, In my experience, uh, which you may have heard me speak about before, intuition does not come through the mind, although it can be aided by it. Intuition comes through the sensory mode of feeling, comes through the senses, our cellular structure even. So when Pluto's in the mix, we might feel some powerful emotions bubbling up. Go with this. As you clear space and make room by feeling your feelings rather than thinking your feelings, you can have greater access to the clarity of your own inner guidance. But sometimes you get pushed into a corner, especially when you... um, Think that you're feeling your feelings, but you're really just thinking your feelings. this can cause a lot of depression, anxiety, you know, just like stressed out mind until we finally surrender and we have an outpouring of an emotion in a sensory way, like we cry and we <clears throat> beat our fists into the a pillow. you know this is feeling it on a sensory in a sensory mode. I always say that feeling our feelings is a lot more like taking a shit than anything else. It's a release. It is a letting go. And afterwards, um, you feel clearer. You feel like you've shed something, unlike when we are stuck in mode of thinking our feelings and not feeling them, like depression, like anxiety, where then we become trapped in the routine of thinking it without actually fully releasing it. This is such a confusing thing, so if you don't get what the fuck I'm talking about, please do not feel bad. This is something that you will only understand when it just clicks, and there's no time limit on that or on any of these principles. Um, they're just things that are experiential. We learn through the experience, and when it makes sense, it makes sense, and when it, if it doesn't make sense, it's, there's something that you're getting from not knowing what it means that is uh, benefiting you too. So here we are, just figuring it all out. You're doing great wherever you're at. Um, so again, back to this day, Mercury sextile Pluto. You know, we want to really watch for dominating behaviors on this day. Trying to use words to enforce control, power, manipulation are some of the shadow behaviors we might encounter, especially as we're in the release degree of Mercury in Pisces. So we're right at Mercury's about to change signs. So we're at that anoretic degree. It's very full moon degree. Um, so, you know, this might be where we had those rose tinted glasses on and they got slapped off our faces. You know, that's what it can feel like when we finally are hit with reality. But if we refuse to see certain people or situations in reality rather than our expectation, then sometimes it can be, feel quite severe when, uh, when we actually see past our own sense of illusion or delusion. So, you know, um, this is a day could go either way, really, you know, it could be just a really deep mystical time of a lot of spiritual messages coming through. Um, you might feel really empowered mentally to take control over your own mind and your own vision of the world. Um, and you may tolerate, be having to tolerate yourself or other people behaving in ways that are, um, you know, just, um, trying to, trying to enact control or power just to to stay safe, obviously in this false sense of safety. But we just want to watch for that because, um, it's unhealthy and, you know, we, we can't be forcing other people. We can't force events to be what we want them to be if they're not meant to be, um, because that's not for our safety. That's a false sense of safety. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. right now, I got off on a tangent. Um, okay <laughs> whatever the whatever it is that comes to light um, on these days, Thursday and Friday, and I have it as Thursday and Friday because it the transit happens uh, one day Eastern, one day Pacific standard time. But in any case, you know, these transits affect us for, you know, a day before, a day after, like we still feel that energy. So this energy is potent between these two days and whatever it is that's coming to light on this day. It's a, it's an important piece of healing our minds. Um, and our mind healing, our minds is one of the most important practices. Because our minds are what we create from, you know, that's what we're focused on. Um, It's our intention. It's our um, how we, you know, give power to our beliefs and is through our thoughts and values. Um, So it's very important to be aware of what we're thinking and what our inner dialogue is and what those messages are that are really our creative process you know, I can I can do a lovely new moon ritual every month, you know, saying, I want to create all this good stuff. But if every day I send myself messages saying, you're a piece of shit, you'll never have that, you're unlovable, um, you know, or I'm speaking disparagingly about other people too, um, I'm not going to hit those, I'm not going to be meeting those expectations for myself on what I'm creating. I'm going to be creating from that daily energy that I'm perpetuating. So we've got to harness the creative potential of our minds by being aware of the thoughts that we're thinking and being aware of how that is um, an energetic vibration. Um, One book that I really love when it comes to that, if that's something you need assistance with is Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life. I think that's a really uh, good um, baseline book about redirecting thoughts. Um, And again, you know, some of her work can be about redirecting things in a positive way. Um, I don't necessarily think that that's, I definitely don't think that that's the key. I don't think it's all about being positive. I do think it's about redirecting ourselves away from our self-harm though and self-abuse through words. Um, Finding a way to be in balance, to be at peace. I think is the most important thing is uh, instead of finding a way to maybe be happy and joyful all the time and up, you know, um, to me, it's just about creating ease and gentleness and peacefulness. And, um, so I try to think of, of, um, any thoughts, any affirmations in that way as ones that bring me back to a centered place of relaxation instead of like, everything's all good and I'm all positive and blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, You know, I try to tune into the moment and be very present and then just feel the reality of what peace is when you just sink and drop into your body in the moment. All right, we're heading into the weekend here. We've got Saturday, the 3rd of April. Mercury is going to change signs. It's entering Aries and it's going to have its own energetic new year. This is the only major transit happening this week and it's bringing that fresh energy into how we think and speak. Mercury in Aries is agile and quick. It can help us say the things that are hard to speak out loud. You know, we might just feel the impulse to say it and surprise ourselves with our impulsive speech with this transit. Um, It is important to realize that some of our judgments uh, through this transit could be pretty rash. You know um, we want to be sure that we're aware of where we're having a knee jerk reaction um, that doesn't necessarily make it an intuitive, uh, thing just because it was an impulsive thing. Um, however, if we've been sitting with setting boundaries, making changes, etc., this energy is extremely helpful. Um, we just want to remember though, that patience is not a virtue with this placement. You know, this is edgy, this placement. And some of the downside of that can be being pushy, having no filter, Um, but you know, there's a lot of really amazing energy with this too, being direct, being able to be direct with others and transparent in that way, funny and candid, you know, those are positive expressions of Mercury and in Aries. Um, but we've got to fight harder to pay attention to the details with this placement. We're moving quite quickly in our minds. Uh, we're speaking quickly and we want to make sure that we don't lose Um, our patience and lose the um, access to those little things that are important to pay attention to the details so um there's some real initiation energy and if we've been in a rut this could really help us to be like fuck that rut (laughs) and um you know really apply a little warrior fuel to getting getting unstuck, it's like a rebirth, a restart of our minds. So expect an active mind and active expression over the next few weeks. Finally, Sunday, the fourth of the fourth month, April, the power of four we've got going on and it's Easter. So Easter is a time of rebirth and renewal and this is also the energy of four four. It's really a time to come home to yourself. And it comes back to that tarot card we were given this week. You know, you can be doing nothing and still not be present to yourself or really resting. You know, so it's not about just not doing anything. It's about being present. So being present means surrendering, relinquishing control, letting go of all other modes of doing and thinking so you can just be attentive to the very moment you're inhabiting so take time for yourself this week to rejuvenate you know you know the area of your life that probably requires the most rest and this is something that you can prioritize this week four represents building solid foundations building patiently and diligently the cornerstones necessary to create the life you want when we have a good foundation built we are able to Uh, work and manifest and, um, create in ways that are so fluid, you know, and so divine, uh, we, because we're in the flow. Um, so it's important to set those structures properly, you know, set those cornerstones, um, and to be patient and diligent in that, Because that affects everything that we go on to create in our lives. So four also calls us back to our practical selves, our bodies. You know, our bodies are these magical, fragile vehicles for our infinite essence on earth. And as such, they need to be loved and cared for ardently. So in terms of your practical self-care, your body, how are you going to rest and rejuvenate this week? I want to thank all of the monthly energy report supporters and the patrons on Patreon who helped to support the availability of these, of this information in these formats. Thank you so much. Um, Some of you are giving, you know, even $5 a month is such a um, blessing and a gift. So thank you so much for, um, you know, your continued support and this week, thank you to Isla Way for their, gen, uh, their Venmo donation. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. If you'd like to support the Energy Report podcast or newsletter, you can give any amount uh, via the show notes. It's uh, via Venmo, um, PayPal, or Patreon, and everything is linked in the show notes. My Venmo is at Rebecca-Conran, um, or, of course, you can become a patron of this report, um, I'm up here in Mountaindale, New York. We got a lot going on here this summer. Yet we still acknowledge uh, the pandemic. We wear masks. We distance. Um, those them's the parameters. Uh, no, you know, vaccines are going to change that. Vaccines are actually going to make it so that we need to even more so be wearing our masks and be conscious of spreading infectious disease, but that's the world we live in. And we don't have to, uh, we can prioritize our care of others and ourselves and our consideration of this, and also find ways to live, live life too. You know, last year showed me, you know, with all the worries and fears that came from our first year through the pandemic, we've learned so much. We've learned how to live would, yeah, we've learned how to live differently. Um, and now I'm, I'm really looking forward to the summer because I mean, for me, I live upstate. I'm really going to enjoy the outdoors. Um, all the things that I was afraid to do, um, last year I'm going to be doing, um, I just mean, you know, being outside more, (laughs) I don't know that I was afraid to do it, but I didn't do it. And, um, you know, I feel like most of us, we felt very serious about staying inside. And I still feel like that, you know, I don't, um, I really don't go to very many public places. Um, I'm very conscious about it. And I wear a mask, but I will go somewhere if it's special to me. Um, But I'll still be wearing a mask and, and, and doing the things. So, this summer up here in Mountaindale we're doing second Saturdays May through October so it's an outside vendor flea market, maker's market if you'd like to be a vendor at one you can apply on visitmountaindale.com um, I think it's 30 bucks per event um, which just covers the cost of like uh, musician and um, the insurance and shit like that um, but we're happy to have Uh, most people Um, there are some vendors we can't accept because of the permit doesn't allow it like um, alcohol vendors and shit like that but um, please um, yeah if you make something become a uh, and want to participate in one of our flea markets please do visit mountaindale.com second Saturdays, may through october you know what, I'm going to start up my sound baths again. They are, uh, there's only going to be four people allowed in each of the public ones. Um, so that there can be a lot of space between everybody. Um, but if that's something that you've wanted to do sound bath, energy healing, um, then I'm opening that back up. I'm also going to be opening up my, uh, in-person sessions up here in, mountaindale new york and you can visit me at my store on a weekend um, i'm here from a level 11 to 5 on saturdays and sundays and some fridays so if you have if you find yourself upstate come and visit me uh for all other information you might need from me about my sessions about whatever www.rebeccaconran.com and i look forward to speaking to you next week y'all bye